0: Welcome to Soundings Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson and for more than four decades my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcast, we'll be sharing interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. In this series, You will hear interviews from our Sonic Healing Meet the Masters video course. This podcast is from session three, Rhythms for Health, featuring our conversation with Remo Belli, founder of the world famous Remo Drums. Remo Belli was a pioneering visionary and icon of world percussion. In 1957, he invented the first synthetic drum head, which forever changed the sound of music. For over 60 years, Remo has been committed to providing drummers with quality products and programs, while also striving to expand the acceptance of drumming as an integral component of personal well-being. Through his ongoing efforts, professional drummers, enthusiasts, children, elders, and people with emotional and physical challenges have been exposed to the joy of drumming. For more information on the Sonic Healing Meet the Masters video course, visit our website at soundings.com. Enjoy.
1: In the 15 or 16 years that we've been studying the relationship of music and rhythm to the human condition, I've been very fascinated on the the growth of the interest that there is in using rhythm, using drums in particular. to reach that goal, so to speak, of uh, I think we live in a world of hurt, uh, and I think this is one of the approaches that we mm-hmm. can use to alleviate a lot of the difficult things that we have to deal with. From my observations, I believe that 25% of any given population is going to get involved in the use of music and rhythm and so on and so forth for their well-being.
2: Mm-hmm. They'll
1: accept the idea which means in the United States there will be approximately 75 million people uh... that will be involved and of that 75 million, about 50 million, 55 million will certainly be involved with the drum Mm. certainly be involved with rhythm so uh... uh, when I translate this into world terms it's not difficult to imagine the amount of uh, Drums that will be used, the amount of people that will be involved with the use of rhythm to do any of the life enhancement programs that they're going to want to and need to do. Never mind. Uh, I think that this has evolved into a need, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's no longer um, no longer a hobby. I think uh, I think we're going from important to essential, is mm. where I think the path is uh, that I can see. Okay.
2: What. What was your motivation for supporting this recent project taking recreational drumming to Iraq for conflict resolution and leadership training?
1: Well, for me, it works. Uh, For me, it's no longer a doubt that if it's going to work, and I do know it works. And I've seen it globally because uh, we're a global company and uh, we get there. And so um, there's no question in my mind that the that the whole idea of drum and drumming, etc., is, it has more depth in all cultures than I thought it mm. did. So taking something like this to Iraq, where there's severe hurt going on at this time, I see it as a very interesting form of uh, easing the pain, so to speak, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: that the whole idea in the use of the drum or the use of music in general uh, has uh, oh, affected or has gained a lot of uh, acknowledgement and approval by the general population. Mm-hmm. And the, the drum from our experiences and your experiences, and I've watched you work quite a bit, uh, take in people that have no knowledge of one another, have never seen one another, and so on and so forth. I, I, I think probably the drum is probably one of the more unifying things that there are. Mm. If you were to describe a thing, it just so happens that uh, we're in the drum kind of world, but it's interesting for me to now recognize uh, uh, how it does unify. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's something that's been most recent for me that I've seen the depth of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and so uh, I don't think this is something that's going to go away <laughs> uh, just the other day I was in uh, Las Vegas on a meeting and I was able to take a frame drum and the cell phone and it's easy to see that these were the communications uh, this mm. is, and this was the this is what they communicated with and this is what we're uh, communicating with now and to think that I'm making, a, making the same thing they communicated with 5,000 years ago against this thing that's current now and how this thing is still viable. So it's very interesting for me mm. to see the viability of, right. the, uh, of the relationship. Right. And one has no danger. Well, the other one can be, it's not demonstrated right. yet that it's uh, that safe.
2: And also <laughs> it speaks to the drum because it has not been replaced.
1: Uh, yes, it's that's the interesting voice part voice continues. Of yes, the only thing that's happened is some of the materials have changed. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to you, very much so. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, How did you
0: get started in this yourself?
1: Well, I'm a, I'm a drummer. I'm, a, I'm an addict. Uh, I've been addicted to drums for, uh, let me see, I've been a drummer 68 years. Uh, I'm 81 and I've been a drummer for 68 years and so it's not a problem now. My evolution from an interest in drums and then I worked, uh, I earned a living uh, for 18 years professionally then I went into business and for some strange reason I still don't know to this day why I went into business but I went into business and uh, I learned that I could do business
0: now you're sharing it with the whole world
1: well it's just uh, opportune and it's it's kind of serendipity because it's nothing that I ever imagined was gonna happen mm.
2: uh,
1: it, it, and uh, I think there's a lot of situations like that that this this has gathered gathered its own momentum, and this is something that's been going on for well, more than 25, 30 years or so. Where I think most things publicly that achieve um, position, like rock and roll, so to speak. Uh, 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 why? What, what was there about it that the uh, that it could gained the position that it gained in doing what it's doing. And I think all popular movements are like that. We we're just talking yeah. about it now, rap and things of this nature here. Hey, I'm fascinated with what makes things happen. Uh, and so when we talk about the drum and the reuse of the drum, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's supposed to happen and it's moving in that direction. It's almost what christine and i talk about the tipping point so to yeah. speak we're almost at that tipping point
0: did it start out did you have the concept of healing and health or has that evolved more recently the health rhythms and that pro, pro, those programs
1: mm, my relationship is that my wife is a physician and we've been in uh, a holistic and uh, they call it, uh, they have another name for it. Integrative medicine, yes. And so I go to a lot of medical meetings. And so I've been privileged to uh, meet some very, very, very good and talented research people and speakers and so on and so forth. So it wasn't a big uh, effort for me to realize that perhaps what we were making uh, relates to that. And when I was uh, uh, the moving point for me was to when I was introduced to the whole subject of music therapy and when I first met uh, Christine and when I when I was able to observe what they were doing and how they were doing and why they were doing uh, I realized this was an interesting thing that had to be better known and so it is it's now it's now the whole idea of music therapy is uh,
0: so you supported well, you know, the research you were, and that kind of
1: thing? Yeah. You know, you were really
2: the first company to hire a music therapist yeah. in the music products industry mm-hmm. and the first company to launch an evidence-based dip- division called Health Rhythms yeah. that brought a neurologist and a doctor as mm-hmm. their advisory board. So yeah. it's, it's much more, you know, it, and the music therapists actually consult with us to develop the product. So we're actually more concerned about not just the drum for the rock and roll player on the stage. We want yeah. to know how does this support the trans, you know, the, the the therapy of someone with disabilities. How does this help a, a occupational therapist, a music therapist? So a lot of the instruments are created with that in mind as well.
1: Yeah, so music, uh, in music medically, in music. Uh, uh, now that I speak to a lot of people in the medical profession, both allopathic and so on and so forth. Um, There's nothing negative. I I hear almost no negative voice at all that says, don't use it, it's it's not gonna work. None. So I think this is the one modality in the caregiving business, in the caregiving world, uh, that is acceptable by everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to our Soundings podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this program. To learn more about our music, guided meditations, and videos, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Peace through music blessings.